Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death. But to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If in fact the spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, Although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will, this is um, one of the most famous chapters in the Bible, I would say. Oh, for sure. Uh, Romans 8, it is um, just jam-packed with uh, lots of things. As you were reading it, I mean, I was thinking, this is so much of of the core of, of the Bible's message. Yeah. This is not, you know, there's other parts of the Bible that are like really good that say, say like love one another or, you know, are talking about our relationships or forgiving a brother that sinned against you or something like that. Like those are all really good things, really helpful things. This this chapter is really getting at like the core of mm-hmm. who we are. Yeah. You know, we are in the flesh, we're condemned in our flesh, in our sinful flesh. And then it's talking about, you know, Jesus coming in the flesh and um, you know, providing the uh the sacrifice for us so that so that we can be mm-hmm. made right uh before god and so it's it's really getting at the very core of who we are so i don't, I don't know you got, you have any thoughts on the passage yeah he's he's continuing to develop this uh, gospel dichotomy that is just growing throughout the whole book and it kind of comes to a head in verse 8 of chapter 8 those who are in the flesh cannot please god there, there's one way to be in right standing with God. It is through Christ Jesus. And in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. It's not, Christ isn't just a second chance. It's Christ right. is a finished work that we are welcomed into. Hmm. And, you know, when he says those who are in the flesh cannot please God, he's not just talking about one sect of humanity. He's not talking about, you know, sensual, you know, lawless people. He's right. talking about, Lawless people, he's talking about religious people. He's talking about the Jew first, the also the Greek. You know, it's this yeah. is an all encompassing, all encompassing statement, right? But the joy that is here is that just as that um, indictment is all encompassing, so is hmm. the forgiveness 
and gospel of grace that is offered to us in Christ. Yeah, the covering of righteousness that is provided in Jesus. And that's what verse 1 says. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's just that is a statement that every believer needs to just sit and ponder yeah. and think about. Mm-hmm. And we we should be I mean, this is a this is a foundational truth that we should be living in every single day. Yeah. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So if you're listening today to our daily rhythm, I would say take some time to just consider that statement that the the spirit is speaking through the writing of Paul to the church of Rome right here and is telling all of us that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I will stand before a holy God, a wrathful God, a a God who is full of judgment and Mm -hmm. very rightly so, and I will stand before him, but because I am in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation for me. Yeah, absolutely. And that 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 brings, you know, number 1, it's a it's a cause to rejoice that we have no condemnation. It's also a cause for humility. There's no way that I can do this in and of myself. And yeah. so I have to have Jesus who's come uh in order to provide his righteousness, to impute his righteousness to me so that I can stand before a holy God and uh not have any condemnation whatsoever. Yeah, I mean so this will be re- released a little while ways from now. But last night for young adults on Tuesday night, we mm. we took a look at Revelation four and five, which is you know that like breathtaking yep. throne room scene, right? The sea of glass, the the elders and angels falling down before uh, the throne of God, and so afterwards we were singing and and um, we sang a few songs and. The second to last song we sang is Holy, 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 you know, beautiful, just like this high and lifted up God. Yeah. And then um, after that, we sang before the throne of God above. Mm. And like, I just had this like super profound moment where we just like um, had like dove into this uh, epic throne room scene. And then we were singing like, my name is graven on his hands. Mm. My name is written on his heart. Wow. And I think this is like where Paul is trying to take the reader, but I was just like swept and just like broken by like, oh my gosh, like this God who is dwells in unapproachable light. Like my name is graven on those hands that angels are falling down before. Mm. Like, and there's no condemnation. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Greater wonder. Interestingly enough, I was listening to, uh, Matt Chandler's sermon on revelation five this morning coming coming in to do our daily rhythm with you, Will. And, uh, it it was just amazing, you know, cause he was talking about, he was talking about Jesus, like in revelation five, this is not like cute, uh, six pound, eight (laughs) ounce baby Jesus. Yeah. This is not, (laughs) it was kind of funny. He was talking about, he was like, this is not like, white Jesus with like blonde hair that has some like Instagram following. This is like, this is yeah. Jesus that where there's peals of thunder, there is yeah. lightning. He is the lion of the tribe yeah. of Judah. You know, there's a, there's a double edged sword yeah. that's coming his out of his tattooed mouth. on his thigh. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, but, but he's not coming after us, but yeah. he, and the reason he's not coming after us is because we have been declared righteous yeah. in him. Our robes have been washed. There is no the condemnation Amen. for those of us who are in yeah. Christ Jesus. And, and you know, coupled with this, I think is verse nine that I really want to point out because this is 
This is a verse that I continually have come back to throughout my Christian walk. And um, it, it, you know, it says, you, however, are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If in fact, the spirit of God dwells in you, the mm-hmm. spirit of God dwells in you. And then this next sentence, I think is, is uh, just a, a, a vital sentence in the New Testament. It says, anyone who does not have the spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Yeah. So that's a very definitive statement. If you do not have the spirit of Christ, you do not belong to him. So there's some uh, sects of Christianity, of Protestantism, that would suggest or maybe even explicitly teach that you are saved. Mm -hmm. And then after you're saved, there's some kind of like baptism of the Holy Spirit. And they would look back at Acts and I would say that they're interpreting wrongly uh, some of the things, some of the descriptive things that they're seeing in Acts. but. Um, they're suggesting that you 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 are saved at one point, and then there's some receiving of the Holy Spirit yeah. or baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you, if you haven't had this like powerful moment of reception, right. then you are still like without the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you're somehow lacking yeah. or whatever. That is, that is an oppressive theology. It is an oppressive theology, yeah. and I would say it's a very wrong theology. And totally. I would say this statement right here: yeah. if you need something to go to to kind of uh, show that that is not the case. It's this, you know, in Romans eight, nine, it says anyone who does not have the spirit does not belong to him. So if you do not have the spirit of Christ, I can go ahead and tell you, you do not belong to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this is not like splitting theological hairs. Like what a great comfort that the moment that you call Absolutely. out on Christ, you are filled with as the scripture is literally telling us right here, you are filled with the same spirit, That's right. the same amount of the spirit, right. the fullness of the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. Right. And, you know, any lack of that spirit's presence in your life, it, it's not because it's being withheld. It's not because you haven't earned it. It's not because you haven't experienced it yet. It is because we're quenching the spirit. And, you know, and so what is the solution to that is to repent and to pursue Christ, to pursue obedience to the spirit and all these things will be added to you. Right. Yeah. And there's a very real teaching in the, in the new Testament, but I would also say it, it very much has its background in the old Testament of how our bodies are a temple of the, Mm -hmm. of the spirit. Yeah. And, you know, so when we believe in Jesus and we surrender our lives to him, our bodies become a temple of God where the spirit comes in and dwells yeah. in the same way that back in the, the tabernacle and the temple, the Holy of Holies would be the place where the, the yeah. spirit is, you know, manifest that Absolutely. whole Shekinah glory that would come down on the Holy of Holies. Mm-hmm. And so our bodies are, are now housing the spirits of Jesus. Yeah. And, um, you know, we need to, I, I think it's always a good question to ask yourself, how's your temple doing? Yeah. How how are you how are you doing in in your person, in your life, in your body, uh, in your mind, in your mm-hmm. heart? You know, how's your temple doing? Yeah. And so I think that's a good question yeah. that uh, you know, we can kinda we can kind of yeah. uh, wrap up today on. Absolutely. Is like how's your temple doing? Yeah. Uh you are in if you are in Christ, you do have the spirit of Christ. Yeah. And he I mean the Bible teaches that he dwells in your mortal body. Um and so how's, how's your temple yeah, doing? And like a helpful way of like thinking through that for me is, is my faith intellectual? Hmm. Is, is it like a thought process 
you know, experiment? Is my faith behavioral? Mm. Is it like a moral code I received or is my faith spiritual? Yeah. Like, is there a power that I am seeking and experiencing and clinging to? That's right. That's right. And I'll, on that note, I'll wrap it up with just reading the last verse here. It says, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. For Will Carlisle, I'm Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.